The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Learn to quiet the noise of the ego and connect to the truth of your soul. Join former monk and host of the Practicing Human podcast, Corey Mascara, for Living in Alignment, a weekend workshop live stream, live from Omega Institute's campus in Rhinebeck, New York, June 28th through 30th. Rebuild your life from a place of embodied listening and quiet knowing. To learn more and register for this live stream, go to eomega.org slash thrive. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Yes, move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is your host, Vincent Jenna. She's right. She doesn't lie. It's me in live, in person, or actually on the air coming to you from Holly Springs, North Carolina. That is so much, sounds so much nicer than Raleigh. Though Topsail Beach, that sounded good too. But Holly Springs, Holly, I love Holly. Um, other than when it grows in my yard and gets really tall and I can't trim it because it's too big, then I don't like Holly anymore. But Holly Springs, I do like. And I hope everybody has had a fabulous week so far. We are over the hump Wednesday. How do you, I love the labels and the names we come up with things. See, if you if you pay attention to that stuff, you'll realize where we're all coming from to start with. We're always creating or thinking about the negative, you know, um, you know, terrible Monday or football Monday. Uh, I, I even forgot what the Monday one is. It's the over the hump Friday. I mean, Wednesday. And then the only, well, it even comes from a negative is, thank God it's Friday, right? All of these labels and sayings we come up with, you know, why isn't there a saying, oh, thank God I'm alive day, you know? This is thank God I'm alive Monday. How wonderful. How wonderful and grateful I am Tuesday. And, geez, I made it and created such awesome things by Wednesday. It's it's Thursday, another day of abundance. You know, no, 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 no. We don't come up with those sayings, no. We come up with all the negative sayings, right? As a matter of fact, we even... <laughs> all right, I can't count... But I will tell you this, there are $33 billion a year, and that's only that's been from a few years ago, this statistic, $33 billion a year is spent in the self-help and spiritual publishing company. $33 billion a year. And most of those happens to be Doreen Virtue's Oracle decks. And everybody else's oracle decks and and uh, affirmation decks. Oh, my gosh. Affirmation decks everywhere. You go into almost anybody's home, there's an affirmation desk there. I'm going to be grateful for today. Why is it we need cards to remind us 
of something positive to think about. Think about that. We need cards to remind us. And I, you know, you've heard me, you've been listening to me, and I've been talking about the celebrations and that we needed to create celebrations and days to remember positive events and emotions. We have to create these things to remind us. Now, it should be just the reverse. If anything, we should be reminded or or need to be reminded because we forget so easily about the negative events that happen in our lives. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, God, last year I did have root canal. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Everything has been going so well. I totally forgot about that. Oh, well, I had a flat tire? Are you kidding me? I don't ever remember having a flat tire. Oh, geez. Okay, okay. It's remember you had a flat tire day so that I get my tires checked. Wow, wow. Oh, God, thank God they have that day of celebration. Because if I didn't have that day, I wouldn't be thinking about anything like that. <laughs> no. So think about that for a moment, folks. While today we are going to be discussing healing, and are you really a healer? Do you have what it takes to be a healer, to help other people? And it doesn't have to be just in the metaphysical realm with your hands, hands of touch. I love that. Our Barbara Brennan was a healing touch therapist, a Reiki master who created her own school and method and became very well known and famous. A school is down in Florida. I know many, many, many people who have gone there. I even personally know one of the teachers from there. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous school and places. And, and Hay House has um, Heal Your Life Center, where you can become a certified Heal Your Life um, teacher and therapist and practitioner, shall I say. A practitioner is a better word. How fabulous. There's all of these places around now popping up. But do you have what it takes? And if you've even taken those classes... Is it still real for you? Just because you take a class doesn't mean that you're a healer. <laughs> Look at it in mainstream. Just because you've gotten your medical degree doesn't mean you're a doctor or a good doctor or a worthwhile doctor. And just because anything, you know, you, you go to law school, you become an accountant, so, so the schooling and the classes actually don't mean anything. It's, it's like what you have done to develop them, to put them into practice, to use them. Have you opened up your abilities? Now, when it comes to healing, we're going one step further, actually the biggest step. We're going into the use of your soul and your connection to the beyond to the power, to source, to energy, because that's what gives us our ability to heal, help others heal, and mostly your belief systems. So we're going to be talking about that today. And if you truly have any questions as to whether you think you're a healer or not, you can call in at 816-251-3555. And let me give an examination there, an assessment, a psychic assessment as to what, whether I'm tuning in 
to you tuning in. So you can call in today. Hang on the phone. I know I've got a caller already. Just hang in there. So are you a healer? Or do you think you are a healer and you're no more than a charlatan? Or you're just kidding yourself? Now, I will tell you this. I don't like talking against practitioners, but I will say this. I'm not mentioning any names. But the majority... That's right. I said the word majority. The majority of people who think they are healers and who are actually practicing healers, healing, healing, are not. Are not. Oh, I don't even know if they'd like to be. It's a it's a new fad these days. See, the more we accept the metaphysical and paranormal consciousness and understandings, the more society opens its mind to this awareness of our abilities, the more people all of a sudden come out of the walls claiming to be healers. Just the same as they came out of the walls claiming to be mediums when Long Island Medium became famous. And that television, there were more television shows of psychics and mediums. Now everybody is a medium talking to the dead. The matter of fact, and, and, and psychics everywhere, I hear them all the time. Oh, my spirits told me. I just, I heard recently... Uh, from a friend of mine that Jesus told a person she knows not to get vaccinated because it'll kill you in three months. Yes, Jesus said that. Jesus said that. Jesus came down and went to her directly and told her, oh, no, no, you don't go and get that vaccination because it'll kill you. Now, obviously, she is Jesus's pet, because he certainly didn't tell me or many other people in the world, but this went to her directly. There have been a couple of other people who proclaim the same thing, how wonderful that they've got such a connection with a figure that would never, ever do anything like that. Because no matter what we do, the choice is ours. Did Jesus come down and tell her not to smoke? Did Jesus come down and tell her not to eat the fattening food or that which is going to clog her arteries? Did Jesus tell her not to drive, not to drink the way she's been drinking, not to treat others because that's detrimental to her soul? I wonder if Jesus told her that too. So these are charlatans. So so that was just a a so-called spiritual person. Remember something about the spirit world, people, everybody who's listening to me. Neither God nor our angels nor ascended masters would tell us what to do. Tell us what to do. A matter of fact, if you were to ask them what to do, should I get the vaccination? Should I take this job? Should I go out with this person? The direct and only answer you will get is, well, what do you feel? 
What would you like to do? What is your conscience telling you? What is your intuition telling you? That is the answer you should receive and will always receive. We will only be reminded of our own choices and feelings and likes and dislikes by our higher selves, by spirit, by our angels, by all our guides, will be reminded, just like a parent who is taking a child to a toy store or to a clothing store to go shopping for anything. And the person, the child, the teen, even the adult, goes up to the person and says, well, what do you think? Do, I, do, do you think I should get this or do you think I should get this dress? Or do you think I should get this pair of shoes? Do you think I can buy, I should get this toy, mommy or daddy? And the correct answer is, well, how do you feel in that? Okay, well, I, I like it. Well, can I remind you that the last time you had something similar to that, you, you said you felt uncomfortable in it after a while? Do you think you'd feel the same way in that this time? That's the proper answer. That's the proper answer to give to anybody. You don't want to become their mind. You don't want to become their choices. So neither would God, neither would spirit, neither would Yahweh, neither would the angels, neither would... The, 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 the masters, your, your deceased loved ones, tell you what you should do. They would never say, don't get the vaccination. Not to mention that is a completely negative way to tell somebody. You will die in three months if you get it. Nothing from God will ever be negative. Nothing from Jesus will ever be negative. Nothing from your guides will ever be negative. It will be caution, maybe. Well, do you really think you should go down that street? Well, how did you respond the last time you had a vaccination? What was that? You had a little allergic reaction. Well, how do you feel? You think that that will give you an allergic reaction, maybe? That's not scaring anybody. It's not severely negative. So now you've got these people who think they're healers because their angels and guides told them they were. Yes, I was told I was a spiritual teacher. Yes, in the beginning, I was, I was being told you're going to become a spiritual teacher. And when I was asking, is, is this true of me? Do, are these abilities real? The answer always was, well, what do you feel? Would you like them to be real? And then when I was doing the work, I was reminded, well, you know, every time I asked, am I really helping others? Am I really helping others? I have never gotten the answer from any of my guides, and maybe, maybe to the detriment of, of confidence, I never got an answer from spirit or anybody saying, oh, yeah, oh, you are definitely a healer and you are so good at it. Oh, my gosh, you're one of the best that we have out there. So keep going. Yeah, it, that would be nice. That would be nice. But wouldn't that take away my choice to believe in myself? 
plant could certainly can add to that. And you've got to remember that it's all about free will and what you believe. And your beliefs will determine whether you're a healer or not. Your then walking your talk will determine it. The outcome of your life will determine it. I will tell you this, and you can use this as a guide. Callers, you hang in there for me, okay? I will tell you this. Use this as a barometer and a guide. If you need more help in your life than those you wish to help, you are not a healer. Not truly, because you can't even heal yourself. Remember when I always said that everything starts from you? It has to. Love starts from you. Everything, even the negative stuff, anything disparaging or, or critical or um, resentful, anger, or it all starts with what you have for yourself about yourself before you extend it out onto the world. So it's the same thing with this. If you can't heal your own life, oh, it may seem like you can heal others, but here again, I'll take the parable in the Bible. Yes, that there will be those who look pretty, who say the right things. I know several of those practitioners, they're very pretty. Oh, and they're very, oh my gosh, they're so beautiful and they're so sweet and so loving. Holy moly. I mean, they are the, the um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, mascot. There they go. There they are. They are the mascot. They are the poster child of sweetness. If they got any sweeter... People around them will become diabetic just from how sweet they are, right? There are so many of those people. I know personally those people. And they're out there doing readings and trying to help others or think they are. And yet their personal values of life are completely opposite of their sweetness. They have no lovers or they can't maintain a lover. They're alone in life. Or they're very critical and judgmental. Or they follow people who are critical, judgmental, hateful, thinking that they are the right things. They can't see clearly. They can't see evil clearly. I know many of those people, and they call themselves practitioners, angel messengers. Oh, I love that one. Just because I use the word angel in my title of who I am, that must mean I'm special. Angel messenger. I had a hard enough time just saying psychic or medium. But I had to label what I did for you so that everybody knew what I was doing. There's not another word for it or a better word for it. Intuitive, that boring. It, it, it didn't work. Most people know, oh, they know what a psychic is. They know what a medium is. But I don't call myself a God psychic. <sighs> and the Bible says that those who look pretty 
and wear the right clothing and say the right words, but have no sustenance in their hearts that whatever work they do, whatever work they do will fall by the wayside. And what I mean by that and fall by the wayside, the whatever work they do will fall by the wayside. And what that means specifically is that people may temporarily think they're being helped by these sweet looking, pretty looking people. And they'll walk away going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. This is amazing. Yes, yes, it's all about the belief, but it doesn't work if there isn't the true heart and value behind it. People try to convince themselves of something every single day. It doesn't mean that it sustains itself because that's what my work is about, not believing what you think you believe. So if the person who's doing the work has a false heart, then they cannot be believing in the work that they're doing truly, deeply, and genuinely enough. So therefore, any belief that you have from walking away from them is also not genuine and is also not sustaining. And it is false and fake, and you've tried to convince yourself of that, just like you do every single day trying to convince yourself you love yourself, you believe in yourself, you're good enough, and you really don't believe that. And what happens as soon as you walk away a month later, a week later, a day later, it doesn't make a difference, a year later, everything you had received from that supposed healer falls apart, and you go back to square one. Why? Because the person you went to was false and your own heart couldn't tell you that. You wanted to believe in the person because of her or his looks, his appearance, his sweetness, his robes, his cloak, whatever he was wearing, whatever booth he was standing in and how pretty it was around him, how many books he has written or she has written, 20, 30, oh my gosh, this must be an expert. This must be fabulous. But then you look in their lives, they've been divorced five times, they've had cancer, they can't heal themselves, diabetic, they have financial straits, they're allergic to every single thing that's on the face of the earth, whatever. But you believed or wanted to believe. Now, is it your fault that you believed in them? Well, like I said, there's no such thing as a victim. And your intuition, your soul would have said, no, don't go to this person. No, don't go to this person. No. But you weren't listening to that. You were listening to, oh, I'm going to be healed by this special person. She's so sweet. She's so wonderful. Oh, my God. She's an angel messenger. And she says, my angels told me. My guides told me. Jesus told me. God told me. I occasionally will say that in a reading. I'll say, well, I just heard from spirit that you're not talking to him. But everything I say winds up being valid. And let me tell you something. I do everything I can, both my wife and I, every single day of our lives to try to and make sure we are walking our talk and we know exactly when we're not. And then when we know when we're not, we do everything we can to change that, to improve that. No, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect. However, the proof is in the pudding. I've helped thousands of people from all over the world. I receive emails, phone calls, invites. My success continues to grow. I must be helping. And I say every day of my life, God, if I'm not, just let me know. 
take it away from me, do whatever it needs to be done, but don't let me misuse your words. That's your guidance system. There's nothing wrong with having doubt. Edgar Casey said that. He said to his mother one day after doing years, a couple of years of work, basically in the beginning, but he always said it to her while she was alive. Mom, how do I know I'm, I'm genuine with all the work that I'm doing with this, this trancing, this voice that comes out of me and the messages that I'm giving people? How do I know it's real? How do I know it comes from God? And her response always was, son, your mere doubt alone tells me it is coming from God. There is no, nothing wrong with being doubtful, especially if it's because you care. So I don't mind doubting myself at times. I don't mind asking God if it's real at times because that's my barometer. Is it your barometer? Do you do that for yourself? How is your life? How is your life? Is it messed up? Do you constantly need attention from others? Do you even listen to this show and constantly call the hosts so that you can hear something special, so that you can get some kind of affirmation that there's something good about you? Do you need to hear that all the time? Because if you do, you're not a healer. You're a very needy person because of your past, because of your issues, and you should work on trying to heal that. And you don't need to keep hearing others saying that you're healing, you're doing good, good work, oh, good job, good job. Yes, it's wonderful to get validation. Of course it is. Even I want validation with all that I've done. I still want validation, but I don't need it to make the choices that I make. I don't need that. I've been working on fulfilling my own emotional needs without getting the attention. I did when I was younger, that's why I was a professional actor. So every time I got on stage in front of the camera and I heard people say, wow, you were really good. Oh my gosh, your voice is gorgeous. That's what kept me going. It's what kept me alive. And if you need that, then obviously you're not healed. And if you're not healed, then you shouldn't be thinking about becoming a healer. Now, don't get that wrong, what I just said. I should, let me rephrase that. If you're not healing or doing work to heal yourself, you should not become a healer. But it doesn't mean you can't become a healer if you are not 100% healed. You do not have to be perfect in order to go out there and heal. Jesus had his own demons, inner demons, which was his temptations from the devil during his walk through the desert prior to his ministry. Those were his own inner fears that he had to face, and I'm sure he faced them constantly. In the Garden of Gethsemane, just before he was arrested, he faced them. Well, stay with me on the other side of this commercial break. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. 
Welcome back. I was rudely interrupted by a commercial break that I wasn't paying attention to. <laughs> so I had to quickly say, hang in there. If you're just joining me now, we're talking about whether you're a healer or not. We're talking about charlatan healers, people who would like to think that they're healers. But we're really going to get down to the nitty gritty to figure out whether you are a healer or not. And I do have callers. I am going to get to you um, just momentarily. Give me just a couple of more minutes. So, so here are the signs that you're not a healer. Okay. Um, and one of them I already said, your life is more messed up than the people you want to help. Your life is more messed up or you are, or have vacancies in it or deprivations in it that you shouldn't have in it. Right. So so you can't help anybody else more than you're able to help yourself. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be perfect in order to be a healer, but you certainly have to be on a path because if you're working on healing yourself and you see it working and you're improving, obviously you then know what works and in using what works to help others and tapping into your deeper talents and tools, whatever you have to be able to use in your healing. It could be just counseling, your ability to talk, your ability to have compassion, your ability to, for as an active listener, right? Your, your, whatever training you may have, be it um, any kind of psychological or counseling type of experience. Whatever it is, those are all tools that you can use, but certainly you need to be able to apply them to yourselves. Um, when I was going to the School of Social Work in Chapel Hill, University of North Carolina, there were actually three students, and these were adult students who were attempting to become clinical social workers. Clinical social workers work with mental health. During their schooling, and this is absolutely terrible, they committed suicide. They obviously were in the field because a lot of people are drawn to the fields of counseling because they can't heal themselves. It's always easier to heal somebody else. Well, in this metaphysical world, because with dealing with a force and a power versus just psychological, we're body, mind, and spirit. We're dealing with energy when it comes to doing this type of healing work, whatever sorts and whichever way you're going to direct that energy through it emotional, through psychic, through mediumship, through um, healing touch, through Reiki, energy, any type of energy type of work goes deeper and is more meaningful. So this is not something you can get involved in because you can't heal yourself, because in order for your skills and abilities to improve and grow, you have to open up that channel within you. And as I've said many, 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 many times before, you can only open that channel within your heart as you are healing and taking care of your own issues and negativities. So, no, it, it works even less to be able to help others. You can almost fake it as a psychotherapist if you're just dealing psychologically because you don't have to tap into your own feelings while you're working. You actually become distracted of your own emotional problems unless you have counter-transference and transference issues, which means you project onto your client your own personal issues. So, in other words, if you are a female and you're counseling a male who is going through a severe divorce, 
you may transfer your own experiences about divorce if you've been divorced onto that person and not necessarily be a subjective or, I'm sorry, ob an objective counselor and a beneficial counselor. You're supposed to actually pass that client onto somebody else. But now as a metaphysical and spiritual practitioner, your ills can actually energetically hurt another person. So that's what will keep you from being a healer. Now, what are some of the signs of being a healer? Well, your level of compassion is number one. Compassion. Are you compassionate? Not just for others, but of yourself. You have compassion for yourself. And of course, what goes along with compassion right away is love, love of others, love of, but again, it's, it stems from love of self. Do you have love of others? Just wanting to heal somebody for the sake of healing somebody to make you feel good about yourself, that's not a good thing. <laughs> and that doesn't work. Who are you doing it for, then, is that, that question. Who are you doing it for? You're doing it for your brother and sister, or are you doing it for you? I asked myself that constantly, especially in the beginning. I don't do that anymore because I know the answer to that. <clears throat> but you want to know the answer to that. Who are you doing it for? There's, and there's where the charlatans come in. Right, because people love getting into these um, these glorious fields. It's why there's so many people that think that they're actors and singers because of the attention that the actors and singers receive, and now they think they're just as good so that they can receive the same notoriety and fame. Well, it's become that way in our metaphysical and spiritual practices too. <gasps> You're a medium? Oh, wow, that's so special. <gasps> you talk with angels? Oh, my word, you must be so special. You are blessed. Look, I appreciate accolades just like anybody else. I appreciate getting validated for my work, but I actually feel uncomfortable not I, I'll explain that momentarily when people think I'm something higher than just another soul I'm just another soul and and believe it or not that that concept comes from the idea that God is so much better than us we glorify God we get down on our knees for God we throw ourselves down on our floor for God we don't feel worthy to talk with God that is completely wrong God is no higher than we are it's more evolved than we are it has more power because of that than we are but we are created in its image so how can it be better than us and it doesn't want are your parents better than you no. Can you act worse than them? Can you act worse than spirit and God? Of course you can. But are you at a different value than God? No. 
And because we place God and angels and Jesus and all those ascended masters, we even use the word masters instead of brothers and sisters, ascended brothers and sisters who are no longer here and now they're guiding us, you make yourself just an unworthy apprentice or lowly being. So now... When it comes to wanting to make yourself feel good about yourself, you have to consider yourself one of those great beings, like the pharaohs did. The pharaohs actually thought they were gods, like the leaders, like kings and queens and presidents and leaders of country. They think they are so much better, or some of them think they are so much better than everybody else. They are not. So if it's not true for them, it's not true for God either. And if you get that level out of your mind, then you won't need to keep falsely pushing yourself up there in order to feel good about yourself. You won't falsely need to put in your title that you are God's messenger or angel messenger. Why do you need to even tell people that, that you're an angel messenger? You're not just talking with angels. If you're connecting, you're connecting to the, the mind of God, the, where all the accumulated knowledge is and the wisdom is of the world. You are. I talk with Archangel Michael. I talk with Jesus. I talk with all of them all the time. I just throw that information out there as if it's nothing. It's just part of the the, the tool. It's part of the purpose. It's part of the practice. It's, it's information. You don't need to tell anybody that that's all you do is you talk with angels. Like that's going to get you any special credit. All right. In, in talking more about this, I'm actually going to go to my callers now. So you're on. So Christine, Christine, you're on the air with me right now. How are you today, Christine? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing very well. So let me ask you this. I hope you're calling in about wanting to know whether you have healing abilities. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Okay. And so you, you've had the idea, obviously you've been inspired in some way to be interested in this field. A matter of fact, you've done some studying in it and you've done some reading and research about it, but you're, you want to question whether it's really your path. Isn't that true? Correct. That's exactly your it. Question, I know it's exactly if I'm psychic. <laughs> you, <laughs> Your question is your answer. My question is my answer. That's right. What did I say when I was talking about doubt? It's good to be doubtful, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So if you have to ask the question then, and you're asking it purposely, knowing that you've already been doing this work and you want to make sure you're doing it right, then the answer is yes. Of course you are. Of course you're a healer. And you're of the, the better mindset, as I've been talking about, because you are questioning it. It's okay to question. Don't let your questioning get in the way of your work, though. It's good every so often, just like I've, I've gone to purposely. I went over to Arthur Finley School of Psychic Sciences, 
just to help perfect my mediumship and psychic abilities. I didn't want to think that I'm the best that there is, and I don't think that, and I think I can always get better. And in that desire, that's actually what makes me a good psychic and medium, is wanting to get better, wanting to know, am I really on the right path here, okay? Not because I need to hear that, and I don't think you're asking because you need to hear me say, oh my God, Christine, you're incredible. <laughs> but I, what I will tell you this is what I do feel is a very genuine, heartfelt concern and care and I will now tell you that you are meant to go full force into this this year. Okay. Okay. I've been I I've don't... been trying. I've been working on myself and um, taking classes, and I'm trying. But like I was just listening to you speak that about am I looking for validation? I almost hung up from this call because I wasn't sure. I I'm not that I don't, I'm not looking for validation, but I sort of am. I got um, it. I, just wanna... I got it. See, that's okay. more genuine. Do you understand that that's more genuine? That's a genuine concern. That's a genuine and, and real human care, right? Okay. Am I really, wait, wait a minute. Am I asking for validation here? I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe I shouldn't be asking for validation. When you ask questions like that, it's because you're caring about what you're doing. If you were to turn around and say, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not asking for validation. I absolutely know that I'm, I'm meant to be a healer. I just want to just check in. Then I would have more doubt in you. Okay. But you're, your, your doubt in yourself is healthy, but like I said, don't let it get in your way and start proclaiming now, okay, I am a healer. I am a healer because my intentions are pure. Okay. Your questions and your doubts reflect your genuine intentions. Okay. Okay. So is, is that what you're get? You feel like I'm. I feel like I'm not progressing, and that's where my question comes from. But it's because I'm doubting myself. It's, yes. Okay. Because, you, like I said, it's okay to question. There's nothing wrong with that. I got that right away. But I also got that your questioning is getting then getting in your way. Don't let it stop you. Because you are afraid. But just compliment yourself for being, well, the only reason why I am afraid is because I don't want to do the wrong thing. I don't want to hurt people. I certainly, and, and so that's all from a good place, isn't it? Yes, yes. And don't you think that anybody who gets in this realm of helping should be asking and saying the same things to themselves? Yes. Shouldn't they yeah. be using those as checkpoints to check themselves, the checks and balances of, of your intentions? Or is it genuine? That's how you know whether it's genuine or not. That's what I, sa I said to myself all the time. I still do. I want to make sure I'm not doing this just for grandiose ideas, and I want to make sure I'm not hurting anybody. And I keep receiving, well, just because you said that, that tells, shows you right there that you're, you're, you're caring and it's real. Okay. 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 It's when we have too much doubt. 
It's when we're now going, well, am I really worthy enough to do this work? Am I good enough to do this work? I always remember when I, the way I was being treated when I was younger, that was like letting me know that I'm not. My mom always said, who the hell do I think I am? You know, maybe, maybe I'm just trying to convince myself. When you go too far with it, then it switches from being healthy, caring, to destructive non-belief. Okay. All right? That makes sense. So switch yeah. it over, Christine, and get going. My God, we need you out there, girl. Are you kidding me? And this is one of the reasons why I'm doing this show today, because there are going to be a lot of inspired healers or people who want to become healers, because we need so many of them today. If we needed a whole bunch of lawyers, all of you would be, you know, should I go to law school? Because all of a sudden I woke up today feeling I should be a lawyer. You know what I mean? Or if we needed more dentists. But we need healers, especially spiritual healers. So go for it. And um, um, I'm, one of the things I'm being told is use your hands more. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like in healing pra practice? that I should be yes. practicing more with my hands? Yes, use your hands more and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of touch. Okay. You got uh, okay. energy I just coming started. out of your hands. Okay, that I just started being more open well, I know to you that. Did. And, and you listen to people <laughs> when they turn around and they say, wow, I'm feeling a lot of heat coming out of your hands or it feels good when you touch and touch in, in, in me, then that's how you know. That, that will reinforce... Because a lot of times as healers, we don't necessarily feel that of ourselves, though we can pay attention to that. I know when my hands are getting hot right away at this point, but I've also been working with that for 38 years, right? So give yourself mm -hmm. a chance, pay attention, see how your hands are feeling, and see your responses from others, okay? Perfect. Thank you. But keep going. All right. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you for much. calling, Christine. You take care now. All you right, we you. have got um, Sandy, Sandy from Connecticut. Sandra, Sandra, how are you today, Sandra? I'm sorry I called you Sandy. I do do that right I, away I when am I Sandy. see Sandra. Sandy's I am okay? Sandy. I am, and I am Sandy. <laughs> All right, Sandy, sounds great. So what's your question for me in regards to healing work, Sandra? All right, so um, it's, I'm saying maybe a decade ago um, I went to courses for healing touch my mm -hmm. sister and I both attended and I felt like I learned a lot um it definitely opened me up I began seeing auras after that but we didn't have a connection with the instructor she just didn't feel like she was authentic so when you don't have the trust in the in the instructor it's hard to have trust in yourself um yeah. I, so from from there, I mean, I on occasion, even if I'm at work and, and I work in customer service in the back of a hotel, like in back of the house, and if someone has a headache, then you know I'll I'll offer to exchange energy and and just do a treatment quickly just to help them when they're really suffering. But I've never really gone beyond that. But the auras, seeing auras around people, just exploded. I mean, that's something that comes quite naturally and i i don't know if, if this seeing energy is something that is another step for me to be developing 
to you know these abilities and i don't say i'm a healer i just say i have abilities that need to be strengthened right um, right i am heart centered okay. i'm definitely heart centered Good for you. I'm glad to hear that. Can I ask you a question? While you were talking, I got the feeling that you had a broken relationship, a divorce sometime in your past. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. I'm getting that you're right. You are heart-centered, but there is a major scar in that heart that you need to heal. Mm-hmm. Your your disconnect with the the fact the fact that you attracted that instructor into your life and your inability to connect with that instructor is a reflection of that scar and attracting the wrong relationships in the past. Mm, very so deep. you need to actually work on that to be able to trust yourself more. And as you work on the self-love and healing past attractions, you will no longer fear and your confidence level will increase. Now, you can once you start doing any type of work like this that is Mm -hmm. positive, you open doors, you open that doorway, which you did, which is why the aura part of you and your ability to see the auras has increased. You are still meant to do some healing work with your hands. I think that that was a very good direction to go into it was what what you were inspired to do, but you must heal that scar of self-love because you attracted the wrong relationship. It broke up. You had the divorce because you never believed you were lovable. Mm -hmm. So work on that. As you're working on and moving towards the direction of proclaiming, okay, I'm going to help people. You don't have to say mm-hmm. I'm a healer, but you want, definitely want to acknowledge that you want to help people and you're going to help people and you're going to do it with healing them, counseling them, whatever, mm-hmm. empowering them in some way. I say it all. I tell them all. That's what yeah. I am. I'm a mystic healer. I am, a, you know, I'll do what I can to help others, whatever their need is. So open it up to at least that, proclaim at least that, and whatever abilities that continue to come to you, those are your tools. Mm-hmm. But I've you had must a lot. be healing that heart that you are opening up so wide. I, I thank you for that. I've had a lot of um, psychic awareness come, to, come my way, a lot of psychic hits, they call, but not mediumship. And That's I just okay. often wondered... Okay. Mm-hmm. That'll open up that for you follow. as well, or may may um, allow that to happen. My mediumship did not open right away. Uh, I could sense spirits, but I never really truly saw them, heard them, talk to them until a few years after I was doing my work as a psychic and mm-hmm. and healing myself. So the more I worked on me, the more I worked on my skill, the more that channel opened. And this is for everybody. Thank you very much for calling. I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to want to continue here. But thank you very much for calling and listen to that and listen and continue listening, Sandra. Thank you. Yes. <clears throat> so you 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 need to understand again. There is only one channel within us, and it lies within our hearts. And the reason why you do self-work is and have to remove all that negativity is because anything negative, any scar, anything from the past that you have not healed will close that channel 
It restricts the channel. Therefore, it restricts the abilities that you are connected to. It restricts you being connected to your soul source and all the other healing elements. But the more work you do on yourself, the more that channel opens, the more that channel opens. Okay. So, so I want, I have one more call and Mary, I want to get to you real quick, hon. Um, I only I'll, have a minute or two, but what's your question for me in regards I'll, I'll to I'll talk healing? really fast. I don't know if I need to heal others or he- I need to be healed. I'll just, that's where we'll go since we're short in time. Okay. Both, both. You can heal others. You've been through a lot. You have a tremendous number of scars in your past. But your your experience with all of that gives you great experience to be able to help others. You actually should be talking, mentoring, counseling. You don't have to worry about using hands or anything like that. That's the direction you should go in. But that means you also should be talking and releasing your own scars at the same time, you can mentor and be mentored exactly at the same time because those are the best teachers out there. Do you understand that, Mary? I believe so. I just need to know that I can get through. I just feel like I obstacle. I, I just I don't allow myself, I don't think, to fully heal well, and they, give what forgiveness. A great, you, just, you just gave your healing. You know how hard it is for me to get people to say things like that? I don't allow myself. At least you know it's getting in the way. You, you're stopping yourself because you're afraid to go there. Don't be afraid to go there anymore. This is a year for you to take all the risks in the world and believing in yourself and believing in others. I want to thank you for calling, Mary. I don't mean to cut you off. I hope that helped. And I hope this has helped everybody else. If you ever have any further questions, don't be afraid to write me. I'm Vincent Jenna, psychic therapist. My website is vincentjenna.com. Come back here. Have a fabulous week. We're going to talk more about this. You can ask me questions at any time. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show on Unity Online Radio. Oh, go back and listen to my interview with Laura Wooster, who is also a host here. That was absolutely fabulous. She's amazing and brought out the best in me. I'll tell you that right now. So everybody have a fabulous week. I love you all. And stay tuned for Dr. Dream with Kelly Walden Sullivan and so many wonderful people, Diane Ray, Temple Hayes, right after that today on Wednesday. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind, Body, Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.